Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in thy house. God's word for today. Psalm 1, beginning in verse 1 and in its entirety. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. This wisdom that comes from God has been provided for the benefit of the prudent believers. If we want life to go well, here is the wisdom. Think no vice so small that you may commit it, and no virtue so small that you may overlook it. Confucius. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, again we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for allowing us the opportunity to experience the dawning of this new day, and as we do every day. And we ask you again this morning to forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed in word and deed or in thought. And we pray that you'll continue to take pleasure in leading us and guiding us and directing our path, God, in the way of righteousness, in the way that will give you glory and honor. We ask you again, God, today, if you'd be so kind to envelop us in your favor and allowing love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives and let healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation overtake us as we go. And as we embark upon this new day, God, keep us reminded that you promise never to leave us nor forsake us, and you are the epitome of keeping promises. And for that, we say thank you, thank you, thank you, because you promised God that he whose mind is stayed on you, you'd keep it in perfect peace, and that you are with us, and since you are with us, the enemy can't be overpowering us. That with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you are for us, then who can be against us? And that you've given us a new load of benefits today, God, that'll get us through the day. And perform the things that we are encountered with, the tasks that you set before us today, that we'll be able to perform them in a way that's going to give you glory and honor. Because we know that you are our shepherd and we shall not want you going to lead us in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake. God, and you're going to maintain our cause. And because you are allowing us and causing us to know that and to understand that, God, you've uh, allowed your spirit to indwell us. The Christ of God by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the power and the anointing that destroys the yoke of the enemy, that Turn back, God, that we deflect his will. God, the things that he tries to do to us when we allow our faith in you by your word with the dwelling of your spirit. 
there's nothing that the enemy can overpower us with. But God, we know that he's cunning and he's crafty. So help us to hide your word in our hearts that as we move forward, God, today for the ones that you've blessed at this point, to have the indwelling of the Christ of God, to help those that have not received it yet, to know that there are going to be some tough days and hard days and there are going to be trials and tribulations that we're not going to just get this power. We're not just going to just, it's just going to wake up one day and there it is. But we must persevere, that we must seek you in sincerity and in truth that as it's in your word, present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you, which is your our reasonable service, Lord, that when we do, God, we submit ourselves to you, God, that you're going to take care of us. You're going to lead and guide us, Lord. Hallelujah. That you're going to help us, as the psalmist said, when I was, he was in the valley, in the miry clay, you heard his cry. And you got him out of that situation and put his feet on a solid rock and established his going. God, and when you did it for him and you left it in your word, you put it in your word, God, that we would be edified with it, Lord God, that if we would believe God with the same faith, it would happen for every believer. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We ask you to continue to look on all those that are sick and shut in this morning and are crying out for help, God, particularly to those that are of the household of faith. Let healing take place in their bodies and get them out of the sick beds and back on their feet. God, and establish their going. For those, God, that went against your word, the wisdom of your word, and they lean to their own understanding. They allowed their feelings and their emotions to control their decision-making. And they made some decisions to have them in a dark place today. But God, as they cry out to you, and Lord, I confess that I didn't acknowledge you. Lord, help me as you hear their cry. Hear their cry, God, and deliver them, God, and refresh them and get them back on the right path in life that others by them can also see themselves in the darkness and they can choose to want to do what's right. And when you see it in their heart, you'll bring them out of that darkness, that lack of understanding of the gospel and its intended purpose and put them, God, in this holy kingdom that you've created for the righteous. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We ask you, Lord God, for those that have lost their livelihoods and lost their self-sufficiency, lost their financial independence. God, we know that you're going to take care of the earnest believer. We know that you're going to take care of those of the household of faith, but we must demonstrate that faith, that it's not going to just happen because, God, you want others to learn who you are. So you've chosen us that by us, others can come out of darkness into this light. So some of us, God, that you have chosen are going to have some difficulty. We're going to have some bad days. We're going to have some dark times, and we're going to have some things that won't go our way. But it does not mean that you are not with us. And when we understand that, and when we know that, and when we help others to know it didn't go well today, but that's all right. God didn't abandon us. We didn't get what we wanted today, but that's all right. God didn't abandon us. When we confess it and believe it in our hearts, you're going to empower us to be able to move forward, and you will reward the believer with the things that we need because your word said, delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll grant thee the desire of your heart. We thank you, God, because your word teaches us, hallelujah, 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and the things that we would like to have would be granted us according to the will and the mind and the wisdom of God. And for that, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. Bless our pastors, preachers, and teachers of the gospel with refreshing from your presence today that they stand up, God, and uh, preach, teach, and demonstrate this gospel with clarity and understanding without fear, favoritism, or compromise. But contrarywise, do it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence. That people that ne- that rejected the gospel, people that don't know and don't know that they don't know, will be able to see our decision-making. They will see how you are moving in our lives. God, they will ask, how does that happen? Why? And we'll be able to explain to them because we yielded to God. And God chose to use us to help them to see the darkness that they were in. That now that they see it, he's going to turn things around in the name of Jesus Christ. Because the the epitome of that example is that with Job, Job was a righteous man, so said God. But he allowed things to come upon him that he lost his livelihood. He lost his his belonging, everything that he owned. He lost it as everybody turned against him. He was afflicted with sores on his body, weren't in his skin. His wife asked him to curse God and die. But he held on to his integrity. And because of that, the Bible declares unto us, the latter end of Job was greater than the first because he would not yield to what his friends tried to get him to do to confess the things that he was innocent of, to try to just turn and do things to just his wife cursing God, but he held to his integrity. And we as believers must hold to our integrity that God is God. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. He does everywhere all the time, knowing everything with the power to change and do whatever he pleases. And when we please him, when we please you, God, we know by your word and your history with humanity, you're going to bring us out of darkness into the light you created for the righteous. So bless every home and turn every home into a God presence home, if you'd be so kind. And help us, God, and save everyone that seek you in sincerity and in truth. Baptize them with the Holy Ghost, the indwelling of the Christ of God, so that on the day that the Lord Jesus stand in the clouds and shout out, we'll be able to hear his voice and be called up to meet him in the air and forever be with the Lord. This is our prayer and our, and our hope, and we believe it so because we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen, and thank you, God. Remember, things are not as bad as they seem. Nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. Keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. Go well and be safe.